what they know about them Texas boys. You're listening to the most dangerous show in Texas, Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn. Wherever you are, however you may be listening, it is now Fight Night. Welcome to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. I'm your host, Eddie Cross. You can find me on Twitter at Eddie Experience, one E in the middle. And joining me as always, he's so jealous of my Inspire Wrestling Championship belt, Mr. Jordan Wahlberger. Jordan, did you like that? My shiny gold belt. I did. I, I, I mean, after death. I mean it, it's exciting to see you, Eddie, someone who's so undeserving of a championship, <laughs> actually be able to like hold something of value, of esteem. So, I mean, a very exciting moment for you. I'm sure, it was, I'm sure it was a highlight for you. It was great. It was a fun night. I, I was listening to Stu and uh, Justin on Sports Guys Talking Wrestling, pulled up their podcast on Thursday, and Justin was out, so we had a wrestler named Kenny Cross as his co-host for the night. And I was, I was like, hey, 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 you can't replace me. There's only one cross here. So we got into a little Twitter back and forth. And Stu was like, hey, come out to pinballs tonight. I'll put you on the list. So I went out there. And I did not realize that their seats are um, reserved. So I ended up sitting basically next to Stu at the commentary table. Okay. So he so, let you hang out with him. Yeah, yeah, basically. Well, that was very that nice was, of him. That was Stu's plus one, yeah. Okay. So when, uh, I believe it was Great Scott, the Inspire uh, Undefinable Champion, came out to defend his belt. After they, uh, sh- you know, showed it off in the ring, they hold it up above the rest's head. They just handed it down and just handed it to me. There you so, go. So you, did you hold it the entire match? Much. Yeah. Okay. Did you go back yeah. into the ring afterwards and put it around someone's waist? I did not. They didn't let you do that. I did not ask. Okay. Well, well guys, but, you can follow us right here at uh, Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can follow me at Nonstop MMA. Now, Eddie, I wasn't able to go to Inspire a Wrestling. Not only was I not invited, uh, I didn't get the invite this week, but I wasn't in town. Reason. I wasn't in town. I was in Washington, D.C. That wasn't it. That was the reason. That's the one and only reason. <laughs> uh, I, I had to go to Washington, D.C. last week just for a real quick trip. Uh, I left on Wednesday, came back on Thursday. Another insurrection? What's that? Nothing. No, no, I wasn't there for anything like that. Uh, did you hear about one? Got to make sure. Got to make sure that uh, those, those things don't get out. Uh, but uh, Eddie, this week, I'm back on the road again. I'm headed to San Francisco. Got to go to San Francisco this week. And then I'm coming back. I get back on Thursday night around midnight. Mm-hmm. And then I turn around on Friday morning and I go to your town. It's not really your town, but it's, it's a place you like, Chicago. Going to Chicago Why this weekend. You, Why don't I fly? Why don't you just straight? fly from San Francisco to Chicago? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I got a wife. I got to pick. I'm going to go with her. I'm going to see my kids in the morning real quick, and uh, it'll be great. I, you know, you, you got to see the kids sometimes. I'm sure they could do it without ten minutes of dad time. Don't I don't I, I was I thought you were going to say the Michael Jordan phrase about those kids. Uh, I don't want you to say that. <laughs> so I was just thinking it. I yeah. wasn't going to say uh, Eddie. My parents yeah, they turned like they turned 80 years old this week or this year. Excuse wow. me, 80. They both did. So my brothers. Uh, I have three older brothers. They're their spouses, their wives. I keep forgetting that you were the oops. Yes, I was. I was the youngest, and so we are all going. We're all going to Chicago, where they actually lived when they were married, almost sixty years ago. So sixty oh, years, wow. they got married, and they uh, they they lived in Chicago. Years ago. Almost sixty years. It's, it's about fifty eight. Uh, but they um, they are going to. Uh, we're going to Chicago. We're going to go tour some old sites where they used to live. Wow. 
I would go see. I would. Their Bears are playing Thursday night. I'm not going to see them there. I would go see either the Cubs or the White Sox, but none of them are in the playoffs. Oh, sucks for them, huh? Yeah. But you're not going to Soldier Field? Not, not th- I'm not the Bears be are wearing their alternate orange helmets Thursday. I'm not going to be there on Thursday night, so I will not. I'll be there Friday. <sighs> see, this is why you should go straight to Chicago. Not going to happen. Man, you're just, you're just doing life wrong, Jordan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're to hear that. You're doing it wrong. Eddie, that's you... what happened. That's why BYU lost Notre Dame. Uh, that was sad, man. That was sad. We just did not play the first half of the game. Uh, that Michael Mayer, he is good. He's like big, uh, Manti Teo called him Baby Gronk. He's going to be good in the pros. Oh, yeah? I yeah. did not get to see any of that game, although I wanted to, because I was too busy watching Texas blow the hell out of Oklahoma. Now, that's actually not the case. The game started at 6.30 at night. That The, uh, the Texas-Oklahoma game was long over by then. Oh, in that case, I was too busy watching Texas State upset Appalachian State in San Marcos. So you, is that, by, by, by football math, does that mean that Texas State is better than Texas A&M? I think that by the transit okay. of property, that's what that means, yes. I like that. And, you know, I had to see if a maroon team in Texas could beat Appalachian State and it turns out there is one. It's just not in Junior College Station. There we go. It's in San Marcos. Exciting. And I saw my goddaughter in the band. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. the main reason for going. Well, Eddie, this is one of those weeks, man. There's not much going on. There was no fights last week. We've got some fights this week. We're going to get to those. But I think we've got to get right to the news. Let's bring it in. Let's go What's Up With That. What's up with that? Woke up this morning and I got out of bed. Had a big old cup of coffee to clear my head. Been home for a while and that's where I'm at. But we can still jam on What's Up With That? Ooh-wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? Ooh-wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up? Without you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo, yeah. All right, Jordan. You know, did you see SNL this weekend? I saw a little bit of it. I haven't finished it yet. I still have to watch some. I, I did see about the Try Guys. I didn't know who the Try Guys were. I, I thought that maybe that was a made-up thing. It's not. That's a real thing. So they just tried to do stuff? I guess. I guess that's what you do when you're a that Try Guy. sounds like the entirety of TikTok. Well, I actually thought the uh, the whole show was actually pretty good. I didn't I didn't love the monologue. I thought that it was a little bit um, what do you say? Oh yeah, bad. But the rest of it, I thought was surprisingly good. Maybe I had low expectations. When you get a sixty-seven year old guy, well, Mad Eye Moody there, is hilarious. Who? Mad Eye Moody from Harry Potter. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. That's his character, the guy from Braveheart. Remember? Um. The detective from Mr. Mercedes. Yes, that's true. Uh, I think the sketch with him as a uh, high school senior was probably the one that uh, cracked me up the most. Okay, well, I'll go back. I will find that. I will watch that, and I'll let you know. But, you know, Jordan, before I took off to San Marcos, I was able to see the trilogy between Alistair Overham and Badarhadi on um, Glory's website. Yeah. Tell me what's up with that. Yeah, so Glory Collision 4 on Saturday. It was in the Netherlands. Uh, there were 1-1 going into the fight, so this was the rubber match. Eddie, you're going to be happy to know that Glory, and you probably saw this, right? Glory has open scoring. So everyone knew makes sense. that Botter, he won the first round. Uh, Overeem almost got a knockdown. He landed an uppercut in the second, and Botter's glove hit the ground. Probably should have been a knockdown, but they actually didn't score it as a knockdown. The, the, uh, the ref said it wasn't a knockdown, and only one judge gave the round to Overeem. So Overeem goes into the third round down on the scorecards. Uh, Overeem got two knockdowns in the third, 
and ended up winning a unanimous decision. Uh, I actually don't know what's going to happen next for the Ream. We thought he was going to be doing professional wrestling at some side. Uh, but what did you think? You saw the fight. I swear in the first round, Overeem looked like an MMA fighter trying to box. He did it look was, a little uncomfortable out there. It was ugly. Yeah, and technically, um, Hardy, Hardy was just, just piecing him up. But in the second round, he started to get his groove, and he landed a vicious uppercut. And it was close to being a knockdown. I think the... Um, I think the ref might have been a little bit on the other side just because there were times when they broke him up where I'm like, just let, let them punch their way out. They're not even that close. But, you know, he got those two knockdowns in the second, in the third, I mean, and that, those are too obvious. Also, though, the referee spent so much time trying to um, corral over him to push him uh, towards his corner instead of counting. There was one time he could have been on like three or four by the time he started counting. Yeah, he was really slow on the counts. Yeah, so I think uh, the fix was they were trying to fix it. Yeah, it didn't work. It did not work. Nope. The Ream gets the UD and uh, they wins the trilogy. So that's pretty good. Now, Greg Hardy made his professional boxing debut. Jordan, what's up with that? Yeah, so Eddie's favorite fighter, Greg Hardy, he <laughs> faced Mike Cook at Black Sheep Boxing in Delray Beach, Florida. Hardy was the much, I mean, if you, I don't know if you saw the video uh, of the knockout at least. Hardy was much bigger than this guy. Um, he finished Cook in the second round. He landed a left, which really wobbled Cook. Cook tried to like swing wildly. He missed. And then Hardy, Hardy lands a big right hand. Ends the fight right there. Uh, the one thing I would say is if you remember, Hardy actually, he signed with BKFC. So I'm guessing that's what's going to be next for him, though. So this was his pro boxing. It was actually Cook's professional boxing debut as well. Imagine your first boxing match being against Greg Hardy. No, I wouldn't want to imagine that. And you're, and you're, and you're outsized. That's, you think that's going to be Cook's last boxing match? I mean, it could be, but someone like you, who, you know, whose dream is to watch you know, Greg Hardy box, I mean, that's probably great for you as your favorite fighter. I do want to see him bare knuckle. Oh, man. Oh, imagine him against Ben Rothwell. How about Overeem? Him versus Overeem in bare knuckle. Oh. Sloppy. Overeem the, would kill him. The Ben Rothwell would be actually interesting. Actually, either one of those. Yeah. See, now we're getting way into the weeds. All right, let's, let's get back on track here. Uh, Hamza Shemaev might be stuck in Russia, Jordan. What is up with that? Yeah, so I'm not actually sure exactly where we stand on this, but last week there was a little bit of a debate about whether or not uh, Hamza Shemaev had his passport seized in St. Petersburg. Now, we know that Hamzat went to Russia, um, and it's not that he's in trouble. He wasn't arrested. It was that, you know, they're trying to recruit Russians to fight in the war against Ukraine. And so they seized his passport so he couldn't leave. Now, ESPN's Brett Akamoto, he spoke with Hamzat manager who said it was true that he was in Russia, but it wasn't an issue with the passport, that there was no issue. But I'm not exactly so sure because Hamzat was supposed to be in Brazil on the 6th for a movie premiere, and he wasn't able to go. So there's a little bit of iffy things. We're not sure what's going on. We'll see if uh, we hear some more details later. It'd be really surprising if they drafted him because you don't draft your celebrities, people, your goodwill ambassadors across the world. That would just be stupid. All right, uh, back on this side of the pond, Jordan, Uriah Hall is coming out of retirement. Really? What's up with that? Yeah, so he announced his MMA retirement back in August, and uh, he said that uh, it was after he lost to Andre Muniz, but he's actually not coming back to MMA. He's going to make his pro boxing debut on the undercard of Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul on October 29th, and he's going to be fighting former NFL star Le'Veon Bell, who's fresh off of his I guess it's exhibition match over Adrian Peterson. Uh, it's going to be the pro boxing debut for each athlete. 
It's going to be over four rounds at a catch weight of 195 pounds. So he's not coming out of retirement for MMA, but he is going to be coming back and boxing uh, Le'Veon Bell. How, how do you like that? I did watch the Adrian Peterson Le'Veon Bell match. And right now, if I had 100 bucks, I would put it all on uh, Uriah Hall. Yeah, probably. I mean, Le'Veon Bell had power. You expect that from someone that size, but it was ugly. It was just a waste of time. So he should not fight again for like a year. No, he's not. He's fighting in a few weeks. Yeah, and that's a bad idea. But what is a good idea, Jordan, is that Aspen Ladd has found herself a new home. What's up with that? Yeah, it didn't take long, Eddie. Last week we mentioned that Aspen Ladd had been cut by the UFC. Uh, we found out that she actually has joined the featherweight division in the PFL. Now, I said I wanted to see her fight against Kayla Harrison last week, uh, but Kayla fights at 155. And actually, the PFL doesn't even have a 145-pound division yet. So maybe that's going to be the beginning of their tournament for 145 pounds. Uh, but I, I can't imagine that you bring in someone like Aspen Ladd, and then you don't even have her fight. I mean, this is someone that could legitimately fight at 155 pounds, and it actually helps to give Kayla Harrison even like more star power because Aspen Ladd at one time was supposed to be like a very like prominent, like a future prospect at Bantamweight, but at, in, in women's fighting in general. So this would be a good fight and, and a good win if Kayla Harrison could get that done. Hopefully it leads to Kayla Harrison fighting at 145 consistently. We know she can make the weight, yeah, but just fighting at 155, she is like the only person in the world anywhere near her level at that weight. Yeah, no, I agree. So it's just not fair. So maybe this will bring her down to 145 where there's actual competition. Maybe she'll get used to fighting at 145 so she'll, we can finally get that cyborg fight. I would like we'll it. See. All right, Eddie, let me hit you with uh, some, here's what's new some new fights, fights right? Hey, do you, remember, do you remember a few weeks ago when Kevin Holland said that he was, I'm officially retired from fighting unless something super duper magical pops up? Well, Eddie, that lasted about a day. Uh, he's actually set to fight Stephen Wonderboy Thompson at the UFC Orlando main event. I guess super duper magical is just, hey, a great matchup against a ranked opponent who's not going to take you down. I guess that's what it means if you want someone something that's super duper. Uh, also, it means a good main event. Yeah. Also announced, you've got Marco Madsen versus Jakar Close. You got Frankie Edgar in this swan song, his final fight, Frankie Edgar versus Chris Gutierrez. I don't love that. If, when I think of a Frankie Edgar fight like that, I want to see, I want to see like an old dog. I want to see a name. I don't want someone that they're trying to build up. I want someone who is on the way out. So I don't love that fight. It's supposed for to be Dominic Edgar. Cruz, dang it. Yeah, Cheyenne Vlismas uh, versus Corey McKenna. Uh, Jeff Neal versus Shavkat Rachmanov. That is a great Ooh, fight. Good. I love that so much. Shogun Hua versus Ior Poteria, and then uh, Johnny Walker. Versus Paul Craig. That's a, that's a good matchmaking as well. Uh, Patty Pimble did say over the weekend, though, that he's trying to get on the UFC 282 card that's on December 10th. Um, and then Eddie, over in boxing... Is that so he can have uh, some room to uh, fill himself back up on, over Christmas? Yes, I mean, obviously he wants to fight before Christmas. <laughs> uh, just one thing, Hasim Rockman Jr. versus Vitor Belfort. Right now, Eddie, it's been rescheduled from the UK. This fight was supposed to happen in the UK. It's now scheduled to happen November 19th, right here in Austin, Texas at the Moody Center. Now, right here. it's not on the Moody Center website. You can't buy tickets for it. It's in about a month. Is this really going to happen? I don't know, but I'm hoping it happens. And if it does happen, Eddie Cross, he'll be there. I'm going to try to be there. We'll figure it out. So, but I'm guys, already looking for press credentials. Yes, that is new fights. That is what's up with that. Guys, you're listening to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com, and we will be right back. Until next time. Hey, 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 hey. What's up 
up with that? What's up with that? Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. Eddie, you heard that right. The champ is here. Not in the UFC, but in boxing. We will get to that. But first, after shellacking those filthy Oklahoma Sooners last week, the Longhorns are back home this week to face Iowa State's stingy defense this Saturday at 11 a.m. You can catch the pregame right here on 104.9 The Horn, starting at 7 a.m. with postgame to follow. Great news, guys. You can also catch Eddie Cross there, 25-yard line on the Iowa State side, south side of the end zone, about the fifth row or sixth row. If you want to see him, go find him and say hello for you. Uh, Eddie, there is some good boxing you. going on. There's some great boxing this week. We've got not only... An all-woman's card highlighted by Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall. Michaela Mayer versus Alicia Baumgartner. Then you go over to the Devin Haney versus George Cambosas fight. I mean, that's a, a undisputed lightweight title fight. You've got UFC as well. So there's a lot going on. I don't even know. Where, where do you want to start with this? You know, let's just get UFC out of the way. Uh, so so um, those of our listeners who don't like boxing can skip it afterwards. Um. This is this card has a lot of names. This one's kind of sneaky good. Well, it's definitely sneaky. This. It's definitely sneaky. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if sneaky good is the right word, but it's definitely sneaky. Okay, look. So, main event. We got, you got Cubs. Okay, main event. You got Alexa, Alexa Grasso, Grasso number 5th ranked flyweight versus the number 6th ranked Vivian Arujo. Fun fight. That's pretty good. That's okay. Uh, you got Cub Swanson versus Jonathan yes. Martinez in the co-main event. What is this, 2018? I love Cub. <laughs> Cub is great. but And Cub has been a, is a good friend of the show. But... Cub is is you know I don't know you know he's not at the swan song of his he's not the Swanson of his career right you like that? <laughs> see what I did there yeah I, I did see that yeah yeah you saw that uh, I will tell you yeah. a great fight a great fight on this card is Brandon Royval versus Askar Askarov this is meaningful the main event. this I mean it really could be the main event you got Askar Askarov who I believe he's still coming off that loss to Kaikar France. Uh, he he lost that unanimous decision there. You got Brandon Royval, who you know his last fight he defeated uh, Matt Schnell, and he submitted him. He also has a win over uh, Rogerio Bontoran before that. Pantoja beat him before that. These are guys that are both on. Uh, well, Oscar Askarov that was a close fight, man. That Kaikar France fight, but Askar Askarov is still a guy who could be a champion in the flyweight division. Yeah, and that's numbers four and five, whereas the. Uh... The women's flyweight is numbers five and six. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think there's a, a, some questionable uh, booking there. Uh, Asker, I mean, obviously the names, right? Brandon Royval and Asker Askarov, not the biggest of names, but as far as action, that will be fun. Uh, Misha Shurkinov versus Alonzo Menafield. That's not bad. That's a good one. Uh, Rafael Asuncao, Eddie. He's fighting Victor Henry. Uh, again, what is this, 2017? What? Hey, don't forget about the biggest name on the car, Jordan. Kicking off the prelims. Na Nick Maximov. Mike Jackson. Yeah, that, that dude, does he get fired after today, after this week? <laughs> Dana White does know. not like this guy at all. I want to know how long his contract was for, because I thought it was just like a two-fight thing. Well, remember, he, he won, right? Signed. He won because that dude uh, either poked him in the eye, because he took, Mike Jackson took the way out, right, when he got uh, an illegal shot, and so he said he couldn't continue. He got poked in the eye. So, And Dean Barry, who's, who he fought, he got uh, kicked out of the UFC as well. So, One of these days. It's, one of these days, they're going to get rid of Mike Jackson. So... <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, but I am for real. So, uh, all right. So, 
Wow. Eddie, let's talk Clarissa Shields, Savannah Marshall. This was supposed to happen the week that the queen passed away. And so that didn't happen, but this is exciting. Uh, this is this is a good fight. I mean, the quote, the greatest woman of all time, she likes to call herself, versus Savannah Marshall. Both of these are 12-0, these fighters right here. And Shields has the IBF, the WBA, the WBC uh, middleweight title. Marshall has the WBO title. The ring title is vacant, so that'll be up for grabs too. So all five titles, if you want to count the ring. And the WBC is also going to award the Elizabethan belt to honor Queen Elizabeth, which is basically just a... Uh, a purple uh, WBC belt with Queen Elizabeth and a crown on it. Very exciting. But I mean, yeah, this whole thing, this whole thing was just uh, postponed because the Brits had to stand in line to look at the Queen's casket, apparently. Yeah, and they couldn't be bothered to watch. You can't, boxing, you can't, you can't which, do that, unfortunately. Yeah, I uh, glad I'm American because I don't get that at all. Yeah, but co-main event. Hey, remember one thing. Which, one thing. Do you remember what, a couple what? weeks ago when Tyson Fury had said that Anthony Joshua, uh, he was, uh, you know, they, they were going to give him a little bit more time because of the Queen's passing. They couldn't sign the contract, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? I think I saw on Twitter that Andy Ruiz posted that he's going to be fighting Tyson Fury. Well, right now, the last I saw, no one's fighting Tyson Fury just yet. Okay, well, I would like to see, he's even like mentioned to see a, that. He's, in, he's even mentioned a guy that he's already beaten twice. But he's saying he, he's really determined to fight in December. It's like, who, which one of these guys wants to be a millionaire? Oh, Step it, up to the plate. It looks like Andy Ruiz wants to face Tyson Fury, and he put out some uh, yes. some social media stuff there. So apologize for, uh, for taking the uh, shine away from Michaela Mayer. Go ahead. Uh, Michaela Mayer versus Alicia Baumgartner, super featherweights for Myers, IBF, WBO, and Baumgartner's WBC titles. That's a, also a huge women's boxing match on the co-main. Um, the co-main should kick off around uh, 4 p.m. Central. Because this is happening at the, uh, is it at the O2? It's happening in England. So this is going to be an afternoon card for us. So you want to catch that around 4 o'clock. Over in Australia, Devin Haney versus George Cambosis 2. Repeat or revenge for Haney's undisputed lightweight title that he took from Cambosis in June. He went over to Australia in Cambosis' backyard and took all his gold. Why is he going back? Why is That's Haney going rude. right back to Australia? You would think that Haney would actually get to choose where it's going to be. Well, it was all in the in the contract for the first fight to get Cambosis to finally agree to the match. Uh, Haney had to agree to the immediate rematch clause, and that if there was an immediate rematch, it would also be in Australia. Okay. So well, that, said, that brings us here then. I will kick your butt all over the all over the world if I have to. All right. And he did. He completely outclassed Cambosis, and it wasn't even close. Hey, one thing. Are there two brothers on this card, Andrew Maloney and Jason Maloney? Are those guys brothers? I would guess so. I would hope so. I did not, I did not dig into them. I just kind of assumed, especially because they're kind of close to the size, too. All right. Super flyweight and hey, bantamweight. you got Deontay Wilder. He's fighting as well this weekend, right? Man. Yeah. Deontay Wilder, he said when he was about 85% sure that he was going to retire. Until they put up a statue of him in his hometown, and the outpouring of support that he received was so overwhelming that he started to think that maybe the job isn't done for him. So he's coming back to face Robert Hellenius. Um, this is a huge matchup. Wilder's 6'7", Hellenius is like 6'6 six, six and a half. Hellenius is, um, his, last, his last one was a knockout on the Fury Wilder 3 undercard. He's won six of his last seven, so he is no pushover. Where is this fight happening? good one. That one is in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. Okay, cool. So this would actually be like normal U.S. boxing times. The co-main, 
event, which is Caleb Plant versus Anthony Durrell at super middleweight. Oh, wow. Should start around 10 p.m. A lot of, lot of boxing. A lot of boxing on Saturday. A lot of football. Yeah, it's kind of weird. A little bit of MMA. So that's exciting as well. But, Eddie, when we come back, when we come back next week, I think, are we, are we a week away from UFC 280 and Abu Dhabi, that stacked card? Oh, yes. What, what do you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say Anderson and uh, Jake Paul. No, that we're two weeks away from Anderson Silva and Jake Paul. That's two weeks. Yeah, that's two weeks away. So, well, all right, guys. Well, stay tuned. You got sports guys. You got a super size episode. We went a little short today. We're going to go give a little bit more time to sports guys talking wrestling. Stu Myrick. But you will get your fill Justin of Simmons. me. Are you going to join there as well? I am. All right, so stay tuned. Discuss my time Eddie Cross, he's going to finish right here. And just pause. You're going to hear him in a second, guys. We are proud to be the MMA Show of Texas. Tell your friends. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us at 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. And check us out at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. Have a great night. Keep safe. Be nice to each other. OU sucks. Stay positive and love your life. And if we ever didn't thank you, let us do it now. Happy trails to you till we meet again.